Warning, this episode may contain audio descriptions of sex and self-harm. Listener discretion is advised. This is an anonymous furry podcast. Episode 1. The Power of Your Voice When I was a teenager, I was dating this guy. It was over the internet, of course, but we were close. We talked on landline phones every day and chatted online. This is long before Facebook Messenger, iMessage, Snapchat, Telegram, and Discord. We used MSN Messenger to chat. I thought for the first time in my life, I had found true love. Just before Christmas one year, our friend group sent gifts to each other. My boyfriend's parents are extremely homophobic and anti-gay. Mine, on the other hand, are not. My parents are very accepting, and I grew up between Las Vegas with my mom and with my gay uncles in Hawaii. Being gay was not only accepted in my environment, but common. His mom found out we were dating through the gifts he'd received. She must have went through his computer after she became suspicious, and she called me on my family landline phone, furiously demanding that I sent the gifts he gave me back. I rushed to package them up, minus two figures I really like that I don't think she knew about. I still have those figures in a special place on display in my home to this day. In a panic while on the call, I told her about our relationship honestly. I didn't want her calling my mom when I was not home and telling her about the porn we both looked at and shared. And I figured maybe if she saw how much we loved each other, she would understand. I was wrong, of course. Not everyone is privileged to have a family like mine. And at the time, I was blissfully unaware of the harsh reality most of the world struggles with in regards to sexual identity. He got in a lot of trouble with his family. He was disowned, and he disappeared from the internet. I would try to text him through the following months, usually met with silence until eventually he responded roughly six months later. All seemed fine in those conversations, but we eventually lost contact. MSN became Skype, phone numbers changed, we moved away from our families and started new lives as adults. He ended up getting into the furry fandom, and so did I. He blocked me on everything without me knowing. He must have blocked me on Twitter around 2008 to 2009. I never knew he existed within the furry fandom to be honest. He had me blocked on every platform. Even Telegram. The issue is, he thinks I am the one that called his mom and told her he was gay. I did not. She was the one who called me, and I did tell her out of fear and love. He thinks I outed him on purpose and ruined his life intentionally. While it may be true I outed him, it wasn't out of hate or malice, and I had no idea it would become a painful struggle for him with consequences that would span over a decade. I began researching this last night because I tried to join a group he was a part of, which requires a very intensive screening process for each applicant. He was the only vote in the group of over 300 I had applied to enter that gave a strong no, and thus my application to join was denied. I don't really care if I get in or not. If anything, the denial brought to light something difficult I may have never realized. Truthfully, I would like to set the record straight and make amends. He never heard my side, and I still have all the chat logs, text messages and emails from more than a decade ago to this day. I was able to piece together a timeline and figure out when, who, and what happened. It took me all night and day, and as I write, I still haven't slept. All I was told was my denial was regarding something that happened in 2004 to 2005. The rest, I figured out on my own. 
I had to ask people I knew if they recognized a real-life photo of the guy since all I had was his real name. I used his real name to find him on LinkedIn and sent that photo to friends of mine. I was lucky that one of my friends instantly recognized who he was, thus allowing me to find the accounts he'd blocked me on long ago. He did indeed have me blocked, so I knew it must have been him. It's heartbreaking to know we both had attended numerous furry conventions together, and as I passed by, I was just a walking reminder of the pain he felt. It's heartbreaking to know my presence alone causes suffering, anxiety and heartache all while I bounce around and have fun. A part of me wishes he'd have just pulled me aside and vented to me. I would have done anything in my power to ease his anxiety, even if it meant distancing myself from an event so he could enjoy it. Another part of me selfishly believes I shouldn't need to sacrifice my happiness as a result of someone else's homophobic parenting. But today, I want to talk to him. Not because I want access to the group, but because I feel like this is a life lesson almost 20 years in the making. I would love the chance to clear the air and make amends. It would mean a lot to me personally at the very least to apologize for my role in his struggles, while I remain blissfully unaware of them. I'd like to say with an open and honest heart, I missed him immensely after he disappeared. I missed him so much, I had unsuccessfully attempted ending my own life when he was gone. I'm considering making a video to talk about it. I would like to vent my feelings but I am afraid to do it using my own name. If I share this story with the world, I wouldn't be too specific. I won't share names or social links of the individual, and I would probably remain anonymous myself. But I would like to tell the story, and hope it finds him. Perhaps, it could be a heartwarming story for young people struggling with some difficult emotions and life choices. Perhaps someone could learn from this story, and realize their words, both good and bad, could not only affect them in the future, but could affect someone else without them even realizing it. Words are powerful. Regardless of the outcome, this is a life story worth sharing. It's a story about youth, love, family, sexual identity, and anger. It's a true story that could end in forgiveness and compassion. That's the resolution I seek, but will I obtain it? Time will tell. I will end this with a message from the heart. No matter who you are or where you come from, you are loved. No matter the struggle you face or the misfortune you endure, you are loved. To the people I've hurt in this life, I am truly sorry. To the people who have hurt me, I forgive you. I love you all, and I hope you find it in your heart to forgive and love as well. Thank you for your time. With love, an anonymous furry. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing on Apple Music or Spotify. If you would like to write to us or have your story published anonymously, you may send a DM to us on Twitter at Anonymous Furry Podcast. None of the identities featured on this show are published or shared. The stories are not fact-checked and could be works of fiction.